0: I find it a little odd that after a week of, you know, where we won in week three, that uh, listenership has gone up 5x. So it's one of two, three possible things. Could just be people curious on what's going on over here. Industry people, just trying to figure out who the fuck D-Roy is and what the fuck the doghouse is. Or I'm about to be banned on Facebook because it's the fucking government listening in. Either way, welcome aboard. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Brought to you by me, myself, and I. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And, as usual for the time being, over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, specifically, Dennis M. Roy over there, because we are doing the Facebook Live. If you're listening to this on Sunday morning, you may have already missed this live stream on Facebook Live. 9 o'clock. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central Time. That's the usual time that we get going on that one. Be there or be square last week. I did show all three winning cash game lineups on that stream, and guess what? Hey, it is what it is. Nobody fucking showed up. I didn't put a show card out. Maybe it's on me. Maybe it's just on everybody else, considering the fact that I had the fucking thing going Week one and week two. We get to week three. Nobody fucking shows up. Oh, oh, Billy. Billy, why? Why? Any which way you know what this one is. This is the final content of... Final content. Final listing of players for DFS this week. Week four. Did not like this slate going in. Um... But I found a lot of stuff, actually, that I did end up liking. I was quite surprised. Uh, I'm going to spread out uh, my ownership, usership, whatever, Uh, all about uh, all different kinds of uh, games here. Uh, And Actually, I have to pause here because I just got an entry. Hold on one second. I swear to God, it'll be one second. I told you it was only going to be a second. I told you. I had to make sure I got in there because there's only 50 people invited into this contest, so uh, I had to make sure I got in there before anybody else. But, all right, let's go through the write-up here. I'll give you a little bit of thoughts. So you'll, Like I said, listen to the sound of my voice when I'm talking about players, okay? You can see stuff on a paper or on paper on what I write down, right? Uh maybe you just only look at the fucking names, which is completely fucking insane. But people do it. People actually put money into fucking contests not knowing what I'm talking about about certain players. They'll just see the name and then they'll be like, Oh my god, well why the fuck you know I use this player? Well, I did put a stipulation on there and it and said it had to meet a certain criteria you know somebody had to be out uh from one side you know either it's a, a pair of running backs one the other running back had to be out or um it was waiting on a couple of defensive players to see if they were in and out because if they were out then it became a great matchup uh and then those players ended up playing so completely backed off so you got to pay attention to this this is a seven day a fucking week thing. I know I'll get shit about this from certain people being like, "Well, you don't really have to take all week to fucking do it." Well, I do. Work sixty fucking hours a week. I'm putting this shit together it takes you know all the way through Sunday, answering questions and whatnot, all the way through. It's a f- almost forty. It's it's basically a forty hour a week job. Do I like doing that? Do I like working 40 hours when I'm already working a a full 60 at a regular, you know, job? No, I don't. But I have fun doing it uh, for the express reason of winning money. And this is the way I've done it. This is, you know, my process of doing it. I will continue to do it this way for the foreseeable future. So, I mean, it is what it is. Fuck off if you don't like it. I don't give a shit. I'm trying to win money myself, my friends. All right. And you, I'm just saying you can come along for the ride. That's why I'm handing it all out. So we, as usual, we go quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defense slash special teams. Uh, we're going to start with quarterbacks. Again, it goes cash and then GPP. We'll start with our cash game quarterbacks. Top of the list. Patrick Mahomes, highest price quarterback on the board across the board from FanDuel, Yahoo, and DraftKings, 8,700, 39, and 8,100. Safest quarterback on the slate, uh, in my opinion. Eagles are 13th in pass defense DVOA, 9th in points, a lot of the quarterback position this season, but Mahomes is a high-volume thrower and has the ability to pick apart this Philly secondary. Expected a lot of throws to Kelsey here, as well as plenty of throws to Tyreek Hill, who should be able to find the open spots and do what he needs with his speed. Um, do have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey in here. I do not have the secondary, ter- you know, or the tertiary players, I should say. Uh, there's no Cole Hardman. There's no DeMarcus Robinson. No Byron Pringle. Okay. I- I'm not playing it that way. So. I did take a look at Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Eagles had been able to be run on, but uh, in my opinion, this is going to be pretty much uh, old school Kansas City football. Using Mahomes, you know, old school as much as humanly possible. Uh, Travis Kelsey would be my first play as far as a pair up, and then it would be Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyreek Hill is in GPP. I explain it. You know, Tyreek Hill is up and down. He's going to have that explosion game at any point in time. And I don't really want to miss it, especially if I'm on Patrick Mahomes. So I will have, you know, pair-ups of Kelsey and Mahomes, and I will have pair-ups of Hill and Mahomes. So it is what it is. If you don't like it, you don't have to fucking play it. You don't have to play it. You don't have to play everything I play. Dak Prescott is next, seventy seven hundred thirty five and sixty seven hundred. Actually, I believe this is the first time he's on the list because he's been playing all the uh, Thursday night, late uh, Sunday night, and Monday night games. Uh, good for seventh, third, and ninth. So the FanDuel and DK prices are pretty good. Uh, is facing the number one defense in the league this week, but there is trouble in Charlotte. Panthers are losing DBs left and right and had to trade for quarterback C.J. Henderson, former first-round pick from Jacksonville. Even Henderson can't help Carolina replicate a defense that so far has been number one in pass defense DVOA, fifth in points allowed to the quarterback position. If you're not paying up for Mahomes, this would be the next level of quarterback. I would probably still pay up for Mahomes on Yahoo, where there's only a savings of $4. Um, Charlotte is in shambles and i did mention it at the beginning of the article that um i don't think a lot of people are going to be on this game even though it does carry a 51 and a half over under with it this game does have shootout potential it also has fail potential written all over it too uh mostly from the carolina side not from dallas side um the failure side would really be, well, the failure in there would really be if you're going with Chuba Hubbard. um, I don't think through the passing offense of Sam Darnold and his wide receivers, I don't think that's going to fail, Uh, at least not from what I can uh, grasp on here. A lot of people are going to stay away because of what happened with Philadelphia last week, and I think that's just poor offensive management, poor play calling, more than it is anything to do with player personnel. Here in Carolina, it's a very well-run team. Uh, Good coaching, good play calling. They know what they have. They know how to utilize their players. Um, So that's why I'm taking the shot on Carolina, uh, playing along with Dallas in this game. Uh, Rookie J.C. Horn was actually playing really, really well Uh, Before his uh, Now season ending Stop on IR That's why they brought in um, CJ Henderson To kind of fill that in Now you also have AJ Bouye uh, Who's going to fill into the JC Horn spot for right now So we may see little dabs of CJ Henderson um, But actually I don't mind seeing AJ Bouye In there Um, Should be it's Really good coverage for Uh, the wide receivers here that like the man-to-man coverage, which is what Carolina tends to want to play. Uh, Dak, like I said, his price is a little bit too high for me on Yahoo um, at $35, but, I mean, it's not a bad price for what he can put out on FanDuel and DraftKings, specifically DraftKings. He should not be the ninth-highest-priced quarterback um on this slate at least so Dak Prescott very very solid if you want to pay all the way down then it's a the quarterback on the other side and Sam Darnold uh 7225 and 6,000 good for 14th 17th and 13th so uh nice $10 drop from Dak Prescott over on Yahoo it's only a $500 drop on FanDuel and a 700 drop over on DK 700 on DK is big um. So yeah, don't look at the current pass defense DVOA of 14th in the league Because that dropped due to whatever the hell Philly decided to run as an offense last week So I did explain this in here uh, The Cowboys are 21st in points allowed to the quarterback position And even though they do have a pretty good pass Rush Darnold will look to get the ball out quickly uh, And he has plenty of targets on his side to distribute to This would be the lowest spot I would trust at quarterback this week Although there are some quote-unquote too cute spots to attack what that means is I'm trying to avoid the potential landmines. Um, you know, obviously I would not put Matt Ryan in cash, um, but I do know that that's probably out there. Uh, going against Taylor Heineke uh, with Washington, I do have Heineke written up, but only in GBP. I believe a lot of people are probably going to try and utilize him in cash, uh, which I think is a mistake. Uh it's kind of a too cute spot that can really kind of blow up in your face, um, but we'll get to, we'll get to that one. Uh, GPP Jalen Hurts can't trust him in cash. Want to? Can't uh, going against Kansas City Chiefs seventy nine hundred thirty two and sixty nine hundred. Good for fifth, ninth, and seventh. Uh, Kansas City's defense has been horrible to begin the season. Uh, of course, they faced some potent offenses to begin the season. This offense has been so terrible. Uh, the last two weeks because of just some, just some shitty play calling decisions and the Eagles need to get, uh, wait, uh, bleh. and the Eagles need to get back to what they did in week one. If they want any shot at salvaging the season, chiefs are 32nd and pass defense DV away 31st in points A lot of the quarterback position also, as we know, they can get bludgeoned by the run. Hurts needs to take advantage of a terrible run, Chiefs run defense as well, just like Lamar Jackson two weeks ago. I really want to trust Hurts and Cash, but you just cannot do it, unfortunately. Man, I really forgot to do some of these uh, check errors. My bad. My bad. Sometimes I forget about it. I get really excited. All right, next on the list, Matthew Stafford, seventy eight hundred thirty four and 7,000. Good for 6, 4, and 6. I can't get a fantastic read on the game. I'm going to be honest with you. That is, at least from the Arizona side. What I do know is that Stafford is on fire right now for the Rams. Cardinals on the season are third in pass defense, DVOA eighth in points allowed of the quarterback position. That does include games against Ryan Tannehill and Trevor Lawrence. Those two will really help your pass defense look good. Look back, though, at week two when they face Kirk Cousins and a more balanced Vikings offense. And they got almost bludgeoned to death that week. Remember, missed the field goal. Lost the game for uh, the uh, Vikings. The Rams are going to do something similar, even though they don't have an RB as talented as Delvin Cook. Keep in mind that the best spots to attack the Cardinals are at their outside cornerbacks. So we do have a couple of options in there, as you can imagine. Uh, Last but certainly not least, Taylor Heineke of Washington, the douche canoes. Seventy-four hundred twenty-six 26, and 5,900, good for 12, 14, and 14. There's no way we can play Heineke D-Roy. And I said, the fuck if you can against the Falcons defense. That's 26 and pass defense DV away. 30th in points allowed to the quarterback position. The way to beat Atlanta is through the air, and Heineke has some wheels on the ground if he needs to escape the pocket and move downfield. I will. Be honest that I prefer that at running back Antonio Gibson is playing so the defense's focus will be more on their stud running back. Um, God, really need Antonio Gibson to play. Hopefully we get that, uh, that news early, early in the morning uh, so we know what's going on there. Moving on to running back's cash. Top of the chart, Derrick Henry. First across the board, 10,241 and 8,800. The way to attack the Jets is on the ground, and the Titans have no worthy wide receivers to utilize versus Jets secondary since A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are both out this week. He will be difficult to fit on Yahoo and DraftKings, but you know, FanDuel pricing is soft as fuck, so he's close to an auto-lock over there. This is why I like having people playing newer to DFS over on FanDuel. It's a lot easier to fit in the guys that you need, a lot less stress trying to work some of the players that we want to utilize leave draftkings leave yahoo uh really to you know the folks that have had a couple of years in there knowing how to work lineups um especially on dk where it's full point ppr and you can get completely hosed if you're wrong in there so <sighs> If I can stress it enough, go play FanDuel over there. We'll put Derrick Henry in our lineups, okay? DeAndre Swift, he's listed as questionable. He's always going to be questionable. uh 7, 16, and 6,200. Good for seven. 27th. 27th on Yahoo. Ridiculous. And 14th over on DK. Pardon me. I normally would trust an RB versus the Bears. Uh, But Swift, I'm looking the other way, is highly utilized in the Lions offense, and the Bears have been susceptible against pass-catching running backs. The Bears are 17th in run defense DVOA and 23rd in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, while 18th in points allowed to the position. I would fade him on FanDuel because his cost is so high, but he is viable on DraftKings for the full point PPR return, and his cost on Yahoo is ridiculously cheap. So remember, Yahoo... DK, he's more of an option over there, uh, just based solely on price. I mean, sixteen dollars is ridiculous. More, most of their bare minimums are near twenty. Uh, so if you get a, if you get a, a running back, especially with, you know, the output that DeAndre Swift can get at uh, sixteen dollars, which would be six dollars above minimum price, you almost have to auto lock that in. We like to run three running backs, anyways. Uh, so take advantage of that price. Uh, pricing error. That is a huge pricing error. David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears, seventy five hundred twenty one and fifty eight hundred, good for eighth, eleventh, and eighteenth. This is a complete, quote unquote, if the Bears were smart play so it has a bit of risk in it. I do expect the Bears to go back to basics with the running game against the Lions' rush defense, Twenty-six in DVOA, 32nd in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, Wow, 29th in points allowed to the RB position. Both San Francisco and Green Bay had major success through their running backs with Baltimore going away from the usual ground and pound for whatever fucking reason, and it almost cost them. It's a smart play and requires a bit of trust to run with it. I do like this play now, especially with... Uh, Justin Fields back at quarterback again um, it will cause the Lions to not really load up a box on uh, on Montgomery because they're gonna have to they're gonna have to basically play it safe against Justin Fields and his ability to run now you know last week was terrible because it kept Justin Fields in the fucking pocket for whatever reason. Instead of kind of rolling him out and trying to, you know, get his legs moving, get into a little bit more open space. Uh, Lions are not uh, the Browns in terms of defense. We know that. So um, I'm really digging. I'm really, really digging this play. Maybe not so much on FanDuel, but I do like it over on Yahoo and DK again. Uh, 18th is probably below market value 11th is eh, it's pretty good value right there but 7,500 over on FanDuel might be a little bit too much but if you can put if you can get him in there um, I mean he's still under what DeAndre Swift was um, over there so I mean if you can get him in there over on ya yeah, or uh, FanDuel I think it's perfectly fine uh, but if not I won't sweat it too much Chuba Hubbard of Carolina, sixty three hundred seventeen 17, and 5,900. Of course, you know I do not want you using the running back and the quarterback from the same team, okay? So if you're using Sam Darnold, you're not using Chuba Hubbard. Sixty three hundred seventeen and 5,900. Go for 19th, 23rd, and 17th. Not my favorite play because I do not believe in the kid as an NFL talent, but here we are. Cowboys 12th in rush defense, DVOA 5th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, well, 6th in points allowed to the position. The Cowboys have not been terrible uh, against running backs. Uh, We are still getting a bit of a discount on him, which surprised me considering CMC got hurt on the previous Thursday night game. I'm willing to roll with him here, but we'll fade if Melvin Gordon ends up sitting for Denver and we get a better discount on Javante Williams. We'll get to that one. So Chuba Hubbard, I'm not huge on it. He's a a straight-line runner. He has almost no-cut ability. It's something that he really needs to work on, and I still noticed it uh, last Thursday um, in that game against Houston. So, yeah, he was kind of you know he was getting it done in the passing game and whatnot. But this is a harder defense. Uh, This is completely you're just you know you're you're paying down you're paying down its position for the fill in uh, on Christian McCaffrey. And generally, I don't like these type of plays. Um, so I'm trying to find every excuse not to fucking do it, and just use the Carolina Panth- uh, the Panthers' passing game um, instead. So that's why I might roll a little bit more um, with Sam Darnold, just so I have the built-in excuse that I'm not using Chuba Hubbard, <laughs> Zach Moss of the Buffalo Bills, six thousand twenty and fifty three hundred. Go for twenty second, fifteen and twenty fifth. He's really cheap. Uh, the Bills should crush the Texas on Sunday, and Moss is shown uh, to be the top RB for Buffalo. That should be in plenty of uses this week and at a hell of a discount. Houston 30th in rush defense DVOA, 9th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. Wow, 25th in points allowed to the RB position. That is the exact same defense that Chuba Hubbard played against last week. Oh, oh. See what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Uh, Zach Moss I liked this play a lot, uh, especially as a pay-down spot. Um, this is one that we kind of circled. And if you go back and you look at the snap shares, uh, look at the games at all, um, you can see You know, week one was Devin Singletary. There was no Zach Moss. They said healthy scratch, but he had an injury. Uh, ran him a little bit more in week two. And then basically, Zach Moss took over in week three. So they progressed him. So he's the running back to have in Buffalo uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Trey Sermon, 5,918 and 5,000. Good for 24th, 20th, and 32nd. Only in play if Elijah Mitchell is out. We've seen it the last couple of weeks where Derrick Henry and Alexander Madison have both had success against the Seattle Rush defense, which is 16th in DVOA, 8th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, 32nd we'll in a points allowed to the RB position. So as long as there's only one main running back in the spot, let's go ahead and continue the trend. Uh, but like I said, if Elijah, Elijah Mitchell is there, we're not going to find out probably too early, which is kind of the problem. Um. So, this one you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to kind of play it as uh, you're gonna have to take a look at the running backs in the later games, which is gonna be kind of tough um, for that because the switch out, honestly, from there in the later game would actually be Javante Williams in Denver. Um. You might actually... You know what? Now let me take a look here. Because if you want to... Okay, so you actually... You actually save money on FanDuel going to Elijah Mitchell. Um, If he ends up playing, he probably will be the lead back, to be honest. Uh, $3 more on Yahoo, $400 on DK. So, I mean, you could make... The virtual switch in there. If you have a little bit of room, of course, like I said, FanDuel, you won't you won't have to worry about that. You could switch to Mitchell uh, right out the gate to take a shot at this offense. The only other thing that you can really do uh, is move over to uh, Javante Williams if Melvin Gordon ends up sitting. Fifty nine hundred and fifty nine hundred eighteen five thousand. Uh, $5,918 and 5000 So they're exact same price. So you could switch it out if you wanted to. Um, But like I said, Trey Sermon only in play for me if Elijah Mitchell's out. If Elijah Mitchell's in, I want no fucking part of this backfield at all. And it sucks because it's a really good spot. GPP, Alvin Kamara. He was going to be exclu- included last week. 9,033 and 8,400, good for third, second, and third. This is your Henry Pivot, and one I almost wrote up last week. Saints are going to have their true home opener this Sunday. They are going to be back in New Orleans, and we get to have Alvin on turf to show off his speed against the Giants team. 23rd in rush defense, DVOA 19th versus the running back in the passing game, while 23rd in points allowed to the position. The Saints have to utilize Kamara to his fullest to try and get this offense more balanced. And open up the passing game better. So, Alvin Kamara, I like him a lot against the New York Giants. Uh, they should absolutely crush this team. Okay, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries to the Giants' receiving core. Uh, the only thing that would put any fear in me whatsoever is one Saquon Barkley, uh, but the New Orleans defense should be able to contain him for you know most of that game. Miles Sanders Controversial running back Miles Sanders sixty five hundred twenty one 21 and 6,400 17, 11 and 11 You know how I feel about Miles Sanders Every time I put him in he fucks us So this is kind of the same synopsis On Hertz with the play calling Should have been a lock and load play this week But Philly just can't get out of its own fucking way Chiefs are 32nd in rush defense DVOA, 28th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game while 30th in points allowed to the RB position. Some talk about Kenneth Gainwell this week. Wrote that up before I had more Kenneth Gainwell talk in my ear. Uh, But the Eagles have consistently given Sanders a 2-2-1 snap share advantage since the season began. That's going game by game. Sanders is in there twice as much is Kenneth Gainwell. This is this week's CEH play. What does that mean? It's the get right game. You do not have to trust it, but I'm telling you, it's just like CEH last week. If there is a spot to get Miles Sanders healthy stat-wise, it is right here. If it fails... I don't know if I could ever fucking put a Philadelphia running back in my write-ups for the rest of the year. That is truth be told honest. That is honesty. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. So, Miles Sanders, um, like I said, I'm going to probably have a lot of Miles Sanders just because there's a lot of shit talking about him right now. So, in GBPs, I'm either going to be really feeling good or I'm going to be really feeling like, well, at least my cash games fucking came through. <laughs> so, All right, last but not least at running back, Javante Williams, uh 5, 18, 5,000, good for 24th, 20th, and 32nd. Another what-if play. Gordon is questionable as of right now, but if he is out, then and only then would I consider playing Javante Williams as a cash-slash-GPP play. Ravens are 10th in rush defense DVOA and 31st in DVOA versus running back of the past game, while 21st in points allowed to the RB position. I like utilize, utilizing running backs against Baltimore, but it has an element of risk to It, it is definitely in play if doubling up low-cost running backs to pay up for the other positions, but only if Gordon is out. Wide receivers. Oof, we're almost at 30 minutes already. I'm going to have to really step this up here. So I'm going to go a little bit quicker. Uh, cash games. Cooper Cup at the top. Can't help it. Eighty-six hundred, thirty-six, 36, and 7,800 good for first, uh, first, first, and third. It's really hard not to include him in cash because of how good he's been to start the season, but stay with me here. Woods is still considered a wide receiver one here no matter what Cup is doing, so you have to look at two sets of DVOA numbers here. Uh, the wide receiver two and the wide receiver plus matchups Because he's in the slot The Cardinals are 11th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one And 28th in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus I fucked that one up Holy shit, I wrote that up wrong 11th versus the wide receiver two I don't know why it, it went to the wide receiver one So, if you see that, I just changed it I'm sending an update out in the morning <sighs> Arizona is also 23rd in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole, and Cup will run routes to the outside out of the slot at times. I'm not forcing him into my cash game lineups, but I will have a share or two in GPPs if he fits the build. Okay, so we're not just trying to jam Cooper Cup in there. If he fits, he fits. Uh, If you're more comfortable having Derrick Henry in there, being the whole entire offense of fucking Tennessee, then go Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? There is a switch off. I clearly said it in here. I'm not trying to get Cooper Cup in there. I'm not forcing it in there. I'd rather have Kelsey at tight end. Um, I'd rather have Derek Henry at running back. I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Not forcing Cooper Cup in there whatsoever. Devontae Adams, 8,100, 33, and 7,900 for third, second, and second. The only real passing target for this offense with MVS going down this week. I'd expect a ton of targets, and he will draw cornerback Joe Hayden coverage. Love attacking Joe Hayden uh, with superstars. Steelers are 22nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one twenty seventh 27th in points allowed to the wide receiver position overall. There's a ton of upside here if you are willing to pay up. Stephon Diggs, 8,030 and 7,600 good for 4th, 4th, and 5th. Houston's 10th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1, ninth in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Not great numbers, but there is a correction or quote-unquote regression coming for Diggs in the passing game. Facing cornerback Tremont Smith back up will certainly help, and if the Bills are going to get way ahead of the Texans, it will be because Diggs finally showed what he is capable of. We have been waiting for Diggs to break out. Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, seventy eight hundred twenty five 25, and 7,300, go for 6, 10, and 6. Quarterback Denzel Ward has been beatable this season for whatever reason. Uh, he used to be the shutdown corner. The Browns are 26 in DVOA versus wide receiver, 118th in points allowed to the wide receiver position until that disaster of a showing the Bears put on last week against Cleveland, which brought them up to six in points allowed. So you sometimes got to look beyond the numbers. You got to look at the opponents that they win against. That Bears debacle last week really upped Cleveland's uh, defensive numbers and made them look way more formidable. Uh, than what they truly have been playing to begin the season. DK Metcalf, 7,700, 28, and 7,200, good for 7, 6, and 7. 49ers are 7th in DVOA versus wide receiver 1, but Devontae Adams destroyed quarterback Diamandar Lenongar last week, and that should continue with Metcalf this week. Injuries have nearly wiped out this whole San Francisco secondary, which will only allow for more pass, pass offense success. Two wide receivers here kept kept them together. They're both available for cash games, okay? Car uh, and they both play for the Cowboys. Amari Cooper and CD Lamb. First, we got Cooper. 7622 and 6000 good for 8th, 14th and 20th. CD Lamb, 7424 and 6700 good for 11, 11 and 12. Both wide receivers are in good spots this week for Dallas. Cooper is going against quarterback Dante Jackson this week and a Carolina defense 29th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. Carolina has been playing man-to-man coverage, which Cooper has more success against than when teams use zone coverage, which teams have been taking advantage with uh, against Jackson and their number one wide receivers. Lamb has a great matchup as well this week, but it doesn't look good on paper. Carolina's first in DVOA versus the wide receiver, too, but that was with rookie cornerback J.C. Horn, who is now done for the season. It In comes cornerback A.J. Bouye to cover him now with Henderson sprinkled in from time to time. C.D. has a plus matchup this week and wouldn't blame anyone for looking his way either. And I did state this. <laughs> I said, it works like this. Dot, 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 dot. If you can't afford one, pay down for the other this week in a matchup that Dallas will take full advantage of. So if you really, really want to get Amari Cooper in there, fine. Fit him in. But if you can't, go ahead and put C.D. Lamb. All right. Cooper is cheaper on FanDuel and Yahoo. Uh, pardon me. He's cheaper on DK. In Yahoo, uh, but he's only two hundred dollars more on Fanduel. So Cooper is the guy that I really want first. Um, but if I have to settle for C.D. Lamb, oh, poor me, poor fucking me. Calvin Ridley, seventy-two hundred twenty-four and seven thousand, good for thirteenth, eleventh, and ninth. Holy shit on Fanduel. Douche Canoes, eighth in DVOA versus the wide receiver one somehow, despite being 29th in points allowed to the wide receiver. Receiver position as a whole. Ridley's cost has come down from previous weeks, and this defense has been taken advantage of plenty through the secondary. Terry McLaurin, the cover boy. 7,100, 22, and 6,900 good for 14th, 14th, and 10th. Oh, fuck yeah. Nothing better than taking out quarterback Fabian Moreau. Revenge game. And the Falcons defense, that is 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver. 122nd in points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Just lock it in, bro. Do you even DFS if not using McLaurin? No, you do not. Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh, 7,020 and 6,200 for 15, 19, and 18. Wide receiver Chase Claypool is out this week, which means that Johnson and Juju's target shares will be going up this week. Johnson is Big Ben's favorite target, and even though the Packers are 11th in DVA versus wide receiver 1, he should be drawing rookie cornerback Eric Stokes on the opposite side of Jair Alexander. Uh, who should be more on the James Washington side, will slip into the slot from once uh, from time to time. Packers have been giving up TDs to wide receivers, so it's a solid play. Deontay Johnson tends to be the guy. Uh, short area passing game. Him not being in the game last week for Pittsburgh is the reason why Najee Harris really got a, a large target share uh, because Big Ben cannot throw it down the fucking field. Brandon Cooks, Houston, sixty nine hundred nineteen 19, and 6,400, good for 16, 21, and 16. Uh, surprise cost hasn't gone up from where it was uh, in previous weeks. He is the most consistent Texans player and one that quarterback Davis Mills has continued to force the ball to. Buffalo is fifth in DVOA versus the wide receiver. One first overall points allowed to the wide receiver position, but he has the advantage over quarterback Levi Wallace, who hasn't played great to begin the season. Um... At some point, they're going to figure it out, but if Buffalo gets way ahead in this game, I still like the Brandon Cooks play because they're just going to fucking you know throw throw throw. So it's a lot of vo- it's more of a volume play, um, high floor, low ceiling. But he has been he has been hitting his marks over on DK especially, uh, sixty four hundred and averaging twenty two point five seven points uh, per week so. Uh, definitely in play more on that full PPR site. Debo Samuel, San Francisco, 6,900, 22, and 6,500, good for 16, 14, 15. Seahawks, 17th in DVOA versus wide receiver, 2 and 20th in points allowed to the wide receivers. He also gets to line up across from cornerback Trey Flowers, who showed his true coverage uh, colors last week against the Vikings. We called him out. He's also got his buddy. If they want to roll his buddy, DJ Reed Jr. over there, guess what? Debo's going to fucking tear him a new asshole as well. So you're pretty much covered, uh, no matter who they roll coverage uh, onto him. Old Dale Beckham Jr., the Browns, six thousand six hundred twenty-seven 27, and 5,800. Good for 20th, 8th, ugh, and 22nd. So FanDuel DK play. Vikings are 32nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver 130th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. The Vikings secondary has been a complete shit show, and he draws quarterback Patrick Peterson in coverage. No one really has the talent to stick with him, so there is plenty of upside with him. Being the only wide receiver I can trust in this passing offense. Tim Patrick of the Denver Broncos 6,100, 18, and 4,900, good for 26, 26, 41. Nice pay down option against the Ravens and quarterback Marlon Humphrey, who are 24th in DVOA versus the wide receiver, Two Patrick is shown to be trustworthy with quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. This is a high floor, low ceiling play. So you're not looking for a ton of upside if using him. You're looking to try and get 12 points out of him, uh, if anything, which he can do, especially over on DK. You know, six catches, sixty yards. You got your twelve points right there. Corey Davis of the Jets, fifty-seven hundred eighteen and five thousand, good for thirty-eighth, twentieth, sixth, and thirty-eighth. This is Davis's revenge game narrative versus the team that drafted him in Tennessee. He is quarterback Zach Wilson's favorite and most trusted target against the defense. That is thirteenth in DVOA. Versus the wide receiver one thirty-first 31st in points allowed to wide receivers. He also gets a lineup across from cornerback Jack Rabbit Jenkins, who really is going to need a lucky rabbit's foot for this matchup. Corey Davis is going to be psyched for this matchup. And uh, I heard a little known fact, of, at least to me, is that he's actually from the Nashville area or Tennessee area. So, uh, yeah, Corey Davis probably locking him in as a nice value play. Robbie Anderson, there's no fucking way, right? Fifty-seven hundred, fifteen, and fifty-one hundred, good for thirty-eighth, fortieth, forty-fifth, and thirty-six. Robbie has been disappointing the last two weeks and wasn't that great in week one either. I'm willing to take a shot on him here as his price is really good for his talent. And when you attack the Cowboys through the air, you don't want to go at cornerback Trayvon Diggs, who's going to be over on my guy DJ Moore, which sucks. But Anthony Brown will try the coverage assignment on Anderson, and Brown has been a DB we have not been afraid to attack every week with the Cowboys. Uh, 14th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 2 versus, number, uh, versus first in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. Robbie is going to get it turned around on a long pass TD is my thought here, so if not utilizing in cash, definitely take a shot at him in GPP, especially if stacking this game. Jalen Rager of the Eagles 5,500, 16, and 4,700 Good for 43rd, 37th, and 45th Really wanted to go to Devonda Smith here But I respect quarterback Mike Hughes Against the rookie, so I will look to the other side With Rager against quarterback DeAndre Baker Uh, If Quarterback Cornerback And Charverius Ward ends up playing this week and replacing Baker. I'll probably back off a bit here for cash consideration, though. In GPPs, it's a different story as the Chiefs are 22nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver 2, 24th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole. GPPs, Tyreek Hill talked about it, 8,230 and 8,000 good for second, fourth and first. Eagles 24th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1, but only third in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole avante maddox will draw the coverage against hill when he lines up in the slot but this secondary plays more zone coverage than man-to-man which will allow tyreek to find the soft spots Uh, because of his up and down nature each week i cannot trust him in cash tyler lockett of seattle 7800 26 and 7100 good for fifth ninth and eighth i'm higher on metcalf but lockett will line up against cornerback Emmanuel Mosley, who can be had uh, with his speed, San Francisco 30 versus DVOA versus the wide receiver two, and he wasn't questionable to play, or if he wasn't questionable to play on Sunday, I would have considered him in cash, even with, uh, you know, his Tyreek type uh, up and downs. Um, I did like Russell Wilson this week. Uh, I did not include him. He missed the cut uh, when I cut down on the quarterbacks. So just keep that one in mind. DeAndre Hopkins, seventy six hundred thirty two 32, and 7,700, good for 8th, 3rd, and 4th. The only piece of this Cardinals offense I have any trust in. The Rams are 18th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, nineteenth 19th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. If Arizona is going to have any shot at winning this game, it won't be because of the other wide receivers. It will be because D-Hop reminded everyone that he is the alpha male in the receiving core. Adam Thielen, 7,500, 28, and 6,800, good for 10th, 6th, and 11th priced a bit too high for me. Uh, that's why he does not make it in cash. But Browns will be down cornerback Greg Newsome the second, which will bring in cornerback Greedy Williams to cover Thielen, which is why I don't take much stock in them being 10th in DVOA versus the wide receiver too. GBP only for me though. All right, not in cash. We'd use Jefferson in cash, not Thielen. Robert Woods, six thousand two hundred twenty-one 21, and 5,300, 25, 17, and 33. I wanted to include him in cash because his cost is just ridiculous. Arizona is 14th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, and you will see primary coverage by cornerback Robert Alford, who is terrible, okay? Alford is not better than Woods like PFF says he is, and the market correction is coming sooner rather than later for Woods because he Uh, he is not playing poorly for the Rams. He is playing very, very well. It's just not uh, coming together for him quite yet. Juju Smith-Schuster, six thousand seventeen fifty six hundred 17, 5,600. for 28th, 30th, and twenty six. Juju would be a cash game play if Deontay wasn't so damn involved in the passing attack. When he moves to the slot, he will draw cornerback Chandon Sullivan in coverage, who has been really underwhelming to begin the season. Green Bay is also 28th in DVOA versus wide receiver, too, so statistically it lines up. If you want to take a shot on Juju in cash, um, I didn't say it. I didn't say that I almost put him in cash. I just, you have to put Deontay in there because he's the number one target, uh, especially when he's not getting covered by Jair Alexander. So, uh, But Juju Smith-Schuster, actually a really good matchup in here, and they would be wise to utilize him in the short passing game. Khalif Raymond, 5,300, 5,300, 12, 4,400 uh, plays for the Lions, 51, 61, and 50. Not going to be a popular play, but the Bears shouldn't be 5th in DVOA with corner, 5th uh, and DVOA versus the wide receiver, too. Good Lord. Got to fix that right now. Uh, fifth in DVOA versus the wide receiver two with cornerback Kendall Wilder covering him. Bears are also twenty fifth in points allowed to wide receiver, so there is opportunity here. Not going to be popular if you don't like it. You don't like it. Throwing it in there, found it. Kind of, uh, kind of tickled my nutsack. Okay, this just is what it is. Quez Watkins fifty two hundred eleven and thirty five hundred, good for 59th, sixty seventh, and seventy eighth. Slot wide receivers have had some success here against Kansas City, where they are 17th in the DVOA versus the wide receiver plus, and slot quarterback Lajarius Sneed hasn't played as well as he has in past seasons. Watkins is the high flyer and will not see a ton of targets, which means he has to get it done with a limited amount of targets and a way smaller snap share than Smith and Rager. Maybe one play here for me. I like uh, Terrence Marshall more for Carolina, who happens to be next. Terrace Marshall, the third, or a junior, the third, 5,000, 12, and 4,000. Good for 73rd, 61st, and 62nd. Cowboys are 32nd in DVOA versus wide receiver plus. And Marshall has been coming along slowly this season. The rookie is definitely a wide receiver to look into if fading Anderson and Moore as cornerback Jordan Lewis should not be the third best cornerback on this team. Also look into him as a pairing option if going Panthers heavy. Van Jefferson Jr., Five thousand twelve 12, and 3,900 for 73rd, 61st, and 66. Anytime there's a plus matchup after wide receiver Deshaun Jackson blows up, I like to find someone who can also take advantage of that matchup, and it is Jefferson. No one will look his way, but Jefferson is the one who is on the field way more than Jackson. We'll see quarterback Marco Wilson, who he has an advantage over and can take one long for ATD. I'll probably have a share somewhere with a Matthew Stafford lineup. Tight ends, Cash, Travis Kelsey at the top, one across the board, 8,200, 31, and 8,100. You have to consider Kelsey each and every week because of his stability. Faces an Eagles secondary, 18th in DVOA versus tight end, 24th in points allowed to the position this season. Safety, Anthony Harris can't stop Kelsey, and as far as pay-up options this week, he is the only one worth going all the way up for. Logan Thomas... Of the douche canoes. 5,800, 23, 23, and 4,900. Go for seven, second, and 6. Atlanta is 27th in DVOA versus tight end. 27th in points allowed to the position. It's McLaurin in my lineups first for cash, but if not utilizing him and wanting to pay up for Kelsey, definitely consider Thomas here. Or if you're going full Washington stack, right? So you got uh, Heineke, McLaurin, and Logan Thomas. Noah Fant did like a couple of... <laughs> I do like a couple of freaking Bronco, Broncos this week. Fifty seven hundred twenty one and 4,300 good for 9th, 4th, and 10th. Ravens 19th in DVOA versus tight end position and 31st in points allowed to the position. I'm not a fan of his cost on Yahoo, but I believe he is viable on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, Hawkinson may not have gotten the job done against Baltimore uh, last week, but... Uh, Darren Fells did, so tight ends against the Ravens still plays. Dawson Knox. This is this is bottom of the barrel. This is terrible. This is terrible. Uh, 5,600, 18, and 3,600. Good for 10th, 6th, and 13th. TD hunting here as the Texans are 26th in DVOA versus tight end. 29th in points allowed to the tight end position. There is risk involved for him and Cash as this game could totally get out of hand early, and he doesn't see the targets he needs. Cash last GPP pay down option. GPP Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Why? Because I don't. I I know there's going to be a tight end that's going to score. I just don't know which one. Nothing points it in the right direction whatsoever. Uh, Dallas Goddard six thousand. 17 and 4,800, good for 5th, 9th, and 7th. Zach Ertz, forty-seven hundred, twelve and 3,500, good for 23rd, 21st, and 14th. Chiefs, 23rd and DVOA versus tight end. 21st and points allowed to the position. Goddard holds a small snap share advantage on Ertz, but Hertz has looked Zach's way more than Dallas's way last week. Ertz may stay in more to block against this KC pass rush, which makes me lean Goddard, but it's dangerous to use either, and I really shouldn't list them if I can't figure it out throughout the week. My bad. You don't have to use it. I'm just. Pay attention to it. Um, we can use it, the information in the future and see which tight end is really the one to have in Philadelphia. Austin Hooper, fifty-two hundred thirteen 13, and 3,700. Good for 14th, 13th, and 12th. If hunting for a TD, take a look at Hooper against the Vikings. 31st in DVOA versus tight end, and 19th in points allowed to the position. Two more, huh? I got some cheap options in here for you. Pat Fryermuth, the rookie, 5,013, and 3,100. Good for 16th, 13th, and 20th. Uh, Packers have been terrible against the tight end position, 25th in DVOA versus tight end position, and 30th in points allowed to the tight end. It's Fryermuth who is the TD or tight end to use here, and not Eric Ebron. And the funny part is, is it holds true? He's holding a little bit smaller snap share, but they're. Uh, ben is looking Friar Muse way way more than he's looking at Eric Ebron's. Tommy Tremble of Carolina, forty eight hundred ten and twenty five hundred, good for twentieth, twenty eighth, and thirty eighth. Cowboys thirtieth and DVA versus Tight end thirty second and points allowed to the position. Tight end Ian Thomas is not a pass catching tight end, and the reason that the Panthers traded Dan Arnold away was because of the quick development of Tremble. A risky play since he is a rookie, but I do believe people will stay away from him in GPPs. Last but certainly not least, here we go. We're getting into the defenses. We're getting into the defenses. Buffalo Bills, top of the board, first across the board. 5,020 and 4,300 on fire right now, and even though Houston has been hanging tough so far this season, the Bills may finally break their spirit. You know me, I don't tend to want to pay up, but... uh, Buffalo could get the job done against Houston. New Orleans Saints, 4,800, 19, and 3,800, good for third, second, and third. Absolute worst week for the Giants to be down two of their top three wide receivers. As mentioned with Alvin Kamara, it is the Saints' home opener, and it might be an absolute bloodbath for the New York offense this week. If you're paying up, that is the defense I want. I want New Orleans, and I would love to pair him with Alvin Kamara. Miami Dolphins, 4,012 and 3,200. Good for 12th, 16th, and 11th. I have worries about the indie running backs here. I really do. I looked at both Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor, but they're... mm, And I love... uh, I really wanted to attack Miami with the running backs. The problem is is this offense is in complete fucking disarray right now. Um, So really... You know, Miami's coming along at a really good time, especially for the run game. But at 4,012 and 3,200 for 12, 16, 11. uh, Against a team that suffered another offensive line injury. Quentin Nelson's out. And rocky play from the offense, including questionable play calling. This makes it kind of a stable play. Indianapolis is in complete fucking disarray. And in Miami. In Miami. So consider it. That's your mid. That's kind of more of your mid-range option. Uh, now we go to the GPP, also known as the pay-down defenses for cash. Detroit Lions, 4,100, 10, and 2,200. Good for 10th, 22nd, and 23rd. Bears offensive line has been terrible as well as the play calling. So there are worse plays on the board. I wouldn't use them on FanDuel, though. Are you serious with that price? They're the tenth highest price defense on FanDuel. Really? Wow, that's stupid. That's just stupid. Uh, but I do think they're viable. Uh, gives me a little bit of pause with Justin Fields just because of the running ability. Um, so I'm probably going to go to the next one and just kind of just deal with it. That is New York Jets. Three thousand eleven and 2,000, good for 26th, 19th, and 25th. A bare-bones play against a Tennessee passing offense that is missing its best players. This one is going to be really popular, though, even if you're using Derrick Henry at running back. I will forewarn you that that is going to be the defense. It just is. It, it, just, it just really is. Everybody gets a boner. They just want to start it. And, I mean, without A.J. Brown and... Julio there, I have No worries With that passing offense The only thing is You hope that Derrick Henry doesn't score More than three fucking TDs on him But It is what it is, that's why it's That's why it's called what it is So If anything Pay up for New Orleans If not, fuck it, let's just play Jets Fuck them if they can't take a joke I'm out of here.